I got her. It was a real yawn from me, though, but, you know, <clears throat> still got her. What's up, everybody? We're not dead. Thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing we got the antibodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the, those were intravenously fed to us, by the way, not we didn't develop them on our own in enough time. We had to steal somebody else's. Yeah, we had uh, the antibody transfusions. Right. So, uh, hi, honey. You ready for some Bible study today? I am. It's been a little bit, huh? It has been. Yeah, but we're um, back. We're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing it to it. And uh, Jerry, Jerry's is going through some shit today. Jerry goes through some, you know, I feel like Jerry's kind of a drama queen. Right. Yeah. So uh, if you guys don't remember last time, Jerry told God's judgment to people. And then he asked God for a quick genocide. Just do it real quick. You don't got to be quiet about it. You just, could you make sure that you do it like really quick and not over many, many years? Um, and, and the reason why he had that opinion was because Jerry was getting picked on. Um, and so now that you're caught up, uh, Jerry is going to start bitching about the Sabbath and how nobody should blow their load on the Sabbath. Um, if you disrespect the Sabbath with weird sex things, then God's going to burn it all down. Weird sex things. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're not, they're, they're not to bust any loads on, uh, on the Sabbath. Right. It's all, it's all load based stuff. So can only figure that, you know, means sex. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, God tells Jerry to get some pot and, uh, <laughs> God then compares himself to a street pharmacist and the Israelites are primo bud. Oh my God. That is not what I said. It's ultimately up to them to behave and be the primo bud though. Otherwise they're just going to be that shit stuff that, you know, you can get for, I, I really don't know drug prices. <laughs> it's like a bag of oregano. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he threatens them with genocide, as all loving gods do. Uh, Jerry learns of another plot against him, and the priests keep talking shit about him behind his back. Did you ever think that maybe people worship other gods because they didn't constantly threaten to fucking kill them? Maybe. I mean, yeah. maybe they're like, God. They're nicer than you are. You're kind of a dick and nobody wants you to sit with us. Right. We want you to sit over at the weird table. <laughs> with the crazy genocidal people. Yeah. Uh, Jerry then talks to God and asks him to torture them. Because obviously that's the rational way to go about solving your problems. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it might suit the bill. <laughs> Um, God then gives them a message for toe filth. Um, God is going to ruin the fuck out of toe filth. That's not what I said. God tells toe filth of the marijuana story, but in this case, they start eating each other. What? So, yep. Cannibalism and toe filth. Jerry then goes back to Judah and talks about how God... Uh, is, is, is fucking up toe filth with the marijuana and the cannibalism. Um, <clears throat> they instead beat and imprison Jerry. 
they eventually release Jerry, and Jerry immediately starts the shit talk against them. Jerry then goes off into a corner and starts having a pity party, and God burns Jerry, torturing him until he is forced to praise God again. The end of the Bible study. That's not what happened. What? That's not what I said. That is verbatim what you said. (laughs) You even mentioned a pot? I mentioned a potter. Somebody who makes pots. I I mean, I figured they kept the pot in in pots. I mean, that's generally how you kept things back then is in pots. Right. You you wouldn't say... Anyways, it, it's about marijuana and eating each other. Um, it's definitely not. Oh, fuck. I was really hoping for pot today. Sorry. What's up, heathens? How, How y'all, y'all doing? doing? All right, so... Uh, we're getting back into the whole Bible study thing. We yeah. had some, uh, words. <laughs> a- a- apparently I got things wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to need to correct some things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to correcting my shit. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to start off in Jeremiah 17. We covered some of Jeremiah 17 last on the last podcast, um, but we're going to be starting out at verse 19. Just so if anybody's reading along or whatever, that's where we are. Jeremiah 17, 19. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and stand at the gate of the people through which the kings of Judah go in and out. Stand also at all the other gates of Jerusalem. Say to them. Hear the word of the Lord, you kings of Judah, and all people of Judah, and everyone living in Jerusalem who come through these gates. This is what the Lord says. Be careful not to carry a load on the Sabbath day or bring it through the gates of Jerusalem. Do not bring a load out of your houses or do any work on the Sabbath, but keep the Sabbath day holy as I commanded your ancestors. Now, God is having a problem. With the load? (laughs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) they're not keeping the Sabbath and they haven't for quite some time. And so now all of a sudden he's decided that the Sabbath is important again and is reminding them to keep it holy. Yeah. Quit blowing your loads on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yet they, uh, the ancestors, did not listen or pay attention. They were stiff necked and would not listen or respond to discipline. But if you are careful to obey me, declares the Lord, and bring no load through the gates of this city on the Sabbath, but keep the Sabbath day holy by not doing any work on it, then kings who sit on David's throne will come through the gates of the city with their officials. They and their officials will come riding in chariots and on horses, accompanied by the men of Judah and those living in Jerusalem, and this city will be inhabited forever." So he's basically saying, hey, if you listen to me and you keep the Sabbath holy, you don't do any work or blow any loads. I mean, carry any loads on (laughs) on that Sabbath, then the city will be forever inhabited, forever holy, whatever. Right. But, Uh you know, there's always a but. 
It says people will come from the towns of Judah and the villages around Jerusalem, from the territory of Benjamin and the western foothills, from the hill country and the Negev, bringing burnt offerings and sacrifices, grain offerings and incense, and bringing thank offerings to the house of the Lord. Now here's the butt. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't get far enough. That's my bad. Oh, now here's the thick butt. Yeah, here's here's the here's the big old butt. Right. Mm-hmm. If you do not obey me to keep the Sabbath day holy by not carrying any load as you come through the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day, then I will kindle an unquenchable fire in the gates of Jerusalem that will consume her fortress. (laughs) I'll burn your motherfucker down. Yeah. Quit busting nuts or else I'm going to burn it to the ground on on the Sabbath On, on the don't bust nuts on the Sabbath guys. That's not what he said for the Jews. That would be Friday night to Saturday night. But for Christians, that's Sunday, so it kind of depends on which day you want to use as your excuse. Yeah. Maybe just don't work on from Friday night all the way through the end of the day on Sunday. Yeah. Just keep, keep it safe, just in case, in case shit, right? In case one of them's wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to use that at their job, like, listen, according to my religious beliefs, I can't work this weekend. <laughs> Or any God, weekend. God is going to burn shit down if I do. If I work this weekend, God will burn down Jerusalem. I'm telling you, it's there. And you'd be, you would not be wrong. Right. You would not be wrong. It's here. All right. So moving past that, God wants them to obey the Sabbath, right? Mm-hmm. Don't work. Um, and we're going to go into an analogy that God has used before um, in reference to um him being compared to a potter, a person who makes pots. <laughs> a person who makes pot. Got it. Pots. Street pharmacist. No. A okay. person who makes pots. Okay. Okay. Um, he compares himself to a person who makes pots and Israel to the clay that the potter uses. Okay. So we're going to get into, this is the start of Jeremiah 18. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house and I saw him working at the wheel, but the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as it seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord, like clay in the hands of the potter. So are you in my hand, Israel. If at any time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down and destroyed. And if that nation I warned repents of its evil, then I will relent and not inflict the disaster I had planned. If at another time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be built up and planted, and if it does evil in my sight and does not obey me, then I will reconsider the good I had intended for it. Now, therefore, say to the people of Judah and those living in Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. Look, I am preparing a disaster for you and and devising a plan against you. Seems like a loving God. Definitely a loving God. (laughs) So turn from your evil ways, each one of you, and reform your ways and your actions. But they will reply, it's no use. We will continue with our own plans. We will all follow the stubbornness of our evil hearts. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Israel's not going to listen. So, So let me get this straight. God says, hey, you're fucking up. Yeah. 
and I am going to destroy you if you don't stop fucking up. Yes. And the Israelites were badass and like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck us up. We don't give a shit. Pretty much. That's what happened. They're dumbasses. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what that's what God is telling um, Jeremiah that's going to happen when he goes to tell him this. He's mm-hmm. like, they're not going to listen. So I guess I, God knows they're not going to listen. What's the fucking point of doing it? But he does it anyway, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we're going to continue. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Inquire among the nations who has ever heard of anything like this. A most horrible thing has been done by virgin Israel. Does the snow of Lebanon ever vanish from its rocky slopes? Does its cool waters from distant sources ever stop flowing? Yet my people have forgotten me. They burn incense to worthless idols, which made them stumble in their ways in the ancient paths. They made them walk in byways on roads not built up. Their land will be an object of horror and of lasting scorn. All who pass by will be appalled and will shake their heads. Like a wind from the east, I will scatter them before their enemies. I will show them my back and not my face in the day of their disaster. And God's going to show off his ass to them? Yep. (laughs) I just, I get that, you know, that one scene in Braveheart where they bend over and they show their asses off to the English? Yeah. I feel like that's God. Just It's just God, though. And he's like, I'm going to show you my ass instead of my face. (laughs) Kiss it, motherfuckers. I mean, that's pretty much what he does. He devises a plan to destroy them and then threatens them with it. And they're like, fuck you. And so he shows him his ass. Yeah. Here's my ass since you want to fuck it so hard. (laughs) Also, another thing, like the whole virgin Israel thing. I don't know why he's calling them a virgin. I mean, they're literally named after some guy who had four women that he could fuck. (laughs) Why are they calling them uh, them a virgin? I just, I don't understand. Anyways, go ahead. Okay, so we're, we're going to continue on in, in chapter 18. <clears throat> Jeremiah learns about another conspiracy against him. If you remember last time, I think it was last time. It might have been the time of the, the podcast before. But recently, uh, in Jeremiah, he learned of a plot. Um, to kill him, remember? Yeah. And he was very, very upset about it. Well, so he he learns about another conspiracy against him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to talk about that real quick. They said, come, let's make plans against Jeremiah for the teaching of the law by the priest will not cease, nor will counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophets. So come, let's attack him with our tongues and pay no attention to anything he says. Jesus Christ. I just got the <laughs> worst visual of that. You know what? Just, it, just a bunch of priests like coming at him like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Come on. You know what I thought of? The goats in Ghost Simulator with their tongues swinging around. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jeremiah's pissed, right? He's mad about this plot against him because he spends all of his time uh, preaching the word of the Lord, right, right? To all of these people. He's righteous. He's doing the shit he's supposed to do. But then there's plots against his life and he feels like God has betrayed him and he's mad about it. So he's going to tell God about it. You ready? Yeah. Listen to me, Lord. That's what he says. Listen to I, like, me. I like how he said that as if, as if he's saying, listen to me, bitch. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> much what he does. 
Hear what my accusers are saying. Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for me. Remember that I stood before you and spoke in their behalf to turn your wrath away from them. So give their children over to famine. Hand them over to the power of the sword. Let their wives be made childless and widows. Let their men be put to death. Let their young men be slain by the sword in battle. Let a cry be heard from their houses when you suddenly bring invaders against them, for they have dug a pit to capture me and have hidden snares for my feet. Wow. Yeah, he's mad. He's like, fuck them up. Yeah, that's the most rational argument that he's made for fucking people up yet. (laughs) Which, to be fair, Jeremiah did stand up for them, you remember? God told him not to, but he did anyway. Mm -hmm. And he tried to get God to, you know, forgive them. Yeah. So he's pissed because they're against him. Um, but I mean, he, he goes around town saying crazy ass shit and, you know, doom and gloom stuff. Nobody wants to be around him. That's what happens when you're a fucking negative Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) But you, Lord, know all their plots to kill me. Do not forgive their crimes or blot out their sins from your sight. Let them be overthrown before you deal with them in your time of anger. Yeah. Fuck them up, God. Yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> so, and, and God's going to um, kind of respond. They're, they're going to have a little bit of a conversation about this. But before they do, we're going to start out Jeremiah chapter 19 um, with a message that God gives him for Topheth. Topheth. Not Topheth. Topheth. Uh, I figured he was just talking about some gangrene shit. No. This is what the Lord says. Go buy a clay jar from a potter. Take along some of the elders of the people and the priests and go out to the valley of Ben-Hinnom near the entrance of Potsherd Gate. There proclaim the words I tell you and say, hear the word of the Lord, you kings of Judah and people of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Listen, I am going to bring a disaster on this place that will make the ears of everyone who hears of it tingle for they have forsaken me and made this place a made this a place of foreign gods. They have burned incense in it to gods that neither they nor their ancestors nor the kings of Judah ever knew and have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. They have built the high places of Baal to burn their children in the fire as offerings to Baal, something I did not command or mention, nor did it enter my mind. So beware, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when people will no longer call this place Topheth or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom, but the Valley of Slaughter. In this place, I will ruin the plans of Judah and Jerusalem. I will make them fall by the sword before their enemies at the hands of those who want to kill them. I will give their carcasses as food to the birds and wild animals. I will devastate this city and make it an object of horror and scorn. All who pass by will be appalled and will scoff because of its wounds. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and daughters, and they will eat one another's flesh because their enemies will press the siege so hard against them to destroy them. Wow. All of that because of some pots? No. All of that because they're worshiping other gods. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, God doesn't like it when you worship other god dick. Yeah, he really doesn't. Then, he says, break the jar while those who go with you are watching and say to them, This is what the Lord Almighty says. I will smash this nation and this city just as this potter's jar is smashed and cannot be repaired. They will bury the dead in Topheth until there is no more room. I can just see it. God's like 10 of 10 would smash. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) This is what I will do to this place and to those who live here, declares the Lord. I will make this city like Topheth and the houses of Jerusalem and those of the kings of Judah will be defiled in this place, Topheth. All the houses where they burned incense on the roofs to the starry hosts and poured out drink offerings to their gods. Mm-hmm. So we've we've got Topheth is now threatened, right? And, and his plans for Topheth have been revealed, um, which obviously the people are not going to like. So Jeremiah hears about this. He does. And he goes out to predict disaster. So here's where he goes and tells the people. Jeremiah then returned from Topheth where the Lord had sent him to prophecy and stood in the court of the Lord's temple and said to all the people, this is what the Lord, the almighty, uh, the God of Israel says, listen, I am going to bring on this city and all the villages around it. Every disaster I pronounced against them because they were stiff necked and would not listen to my words. So the priests and all the people in the temple square, whatever, heard him say this and were upset. So uh, when the priest Pashur, son of Immer, the official in charge of the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things, he had Jeremiah the prophet beaten and put in the stocks at the upper gate of Benjamin at the Lord's temple. And to that, Jerry said, oh, harder. <laughs> <laughs> The next day, when Pasher released him from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord's name for you is not Pasher, but terror on every side. For this is what the Lord says. I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends. With your own eyes, you will see them fall by the sword of their enemies. I will give all Judah into the hands of the king of Babylon, who will carry them away to Babylon or put them to the sword. I will deliver all the wealth of this city into the hands of their enemies, all its products, all its valuables, and all the treasures of the kings of Judah. They will take it away as plunder and carry it off to Babylon. And you, Pesher, and all who live in your house will go into exile to Babylon. There you will die and be buried, you and all your friends whom you have prophesied lies. Mm, Pesher's going to get fucked up. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So we're going to get back to Jeremiah's pity party. Oh, yes. The pity party. Yeah. Because now he's been beaten. You know, he's been taken, uh, beaten, imprisoned, and he's still mad about it Mm -hmm. and upset. You ready? I mean, to be fair, I'd be mad about it, too. Well, he's mad at God. So are you ready? Mm -hmm. Cursed be the day I was born. May the day my mother bore me not be blessed. Cursed be the man who brought my father the news, who made him very glad, saying, A child is born to you, a son. May that man be like the towns the Lord overthrew without pity. May he hear wailing in the morning, a battle cry at noon, for he did not kill me in the womb, with my mother as my grave, her womb enlarged forever. Why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? (laughs) Why was I even born? (laughs) (laughs) Curse my day of birth. No cake for me. Yeah, I feel like he should be in his room, like destroying his own stuff and shit while he's saying it. That's pretty much how it comes off, right? Yeah. So then he turns his ire on God. You ready? 
Oh, no. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed all day long. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I cry out, proclaiming violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. But if I say I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. I hear many whispering terror on every side. Denounce him. Let's denounce him. All my friends are waiting for me to slip, saying, perhaps he will be deceived. Then we will prevail over him and take our revenge on him. Those don't sound like friends. Like, no. talking about I'm not friends. Sure. I'm not sure that Jeremiah really has friends, given no. what he does. He he seems like the crazy guy that just that doesn't have. street corner. Yeah, yep. and doesn't have friends. Like, he screams at the pigeons because they're not doing God's bidding. <laughs> I feel like that's the quality of Jerry right now. Okay, so he continues, but the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior, so my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. Lord Almighty, you who examine the righteous and probe the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. So we ha- we kind of have this weird like 180 thing happening where he's like really pissed and mad at God and yelling about it. Well, pity party, then really pissed and mad and yelling at God about it. And now he's like, praise God, he's going to, you know, fuck up my persecutors. Mm -hmm. So um, that's where we're ending today. Oh, thank God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next week, we're actually going to learn of some of the effects of Jeremiah's preaching. Mm -hmm. And we're not actually going to be in Jeremiah next week. We're going to, we're going to have some in second Kings and two Chronicles. And um, the temple is going to get repaired because it's, it's gotten a little bit fucked up. (laughs) Um, The book of the law has been found. Oh, really? They found the book of the law. Right. What about, what about the annals of the Kings? Um, and we, we still don't know where those are. Oh, okay. Yeah. They found the book of the law and the law was read to Josiah, mm-hmm. uh, who's the king, you know, and he sees the significance of it. Then we're going to meet a prophetess and they're actually going to read the law to the people and renew their covenant covenant with God. And Josiah has sweeping reforms, um, oh, yeah? that will not only, um, that will not only be in Judah, but will also extend to Samaria. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a really big Passover celebration. And um, that's that's what we're going to talk about next time. Okay. On the Bible. On the Bible. <laughs> more shit on the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to learn more about the laws of Moses being found again, tune in next week. <laughs> Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.